Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. So we got the referral guys here today. So, you know, we, we originally, a lot of people know about these resources, but you know, Del Greco and, and, and Bill are both on the mentor site. And we originally put together the referral experience, which is kind of John's whole process of how he goes about, you know, planting the seed and creating, you know, creating the opportunity for referrals and kind of built into a step-by-step process. If anybody isn't aware of that, that's on the e-learning site. And then we brought Bill Cates in, who's also got a little bit of a a different process. And I think the reason these two complement each other and good timing, actually, Brian Bivo is going to join us today. We're here together. But I think how they complement each other is, you know, John, yours is very specifically geared towards new client you bring on board and how you plant the seed all throughout. And I'd love you to talk about that here in a moment. And Bill, where I personally have had success with your process, is just that simplicity of the VIPs and at annual reviews, just having that conversation. We even put it on our annual review form to remind us to follow that VIPS conversation form. So yeah, John, you want to you wanna kind of start out and kind of give us an overview of how you do it? Yeah, I'd love to. So my referral process is, the, the whole part of it is, creating a different impression of yourself on the original meeting. And once you get into a habit and and a rhythm of, of the people that you're seeing, they know you're being referred to them. So, so that becomes, it becomes so easy because they're, I, I, I've said many times before I have people when I go and see them for the first time and they were referred to me they're saying to me, before we do almost anything, oh, you know, we got that list of people that we're supposed to get you for you to get in touch with. So it's, it's, it's expectations. But what we try to do to make us different than anybody else is when on our first appointment, we drive connecting with people, even before we start our sales process. And there's a lot of things you can look at the, the videos that they have on, on C2P and, and you'll get ideas of what we do in that process. But it makes us different. It makes us different. We're not just showing to be a salesman and to, to get them on board and then we remove them from site. So our first, first and most important thing is making the connection and being different from that point on And when I say being different is when a sale occurs, there's probably five, six, seven action items that have to occur before we get that policy back in our hands. It got to be sent. It got to be reviewed. It got to be in good order. Paperwork has to be sent out. Paperwork has to be received. Money has to be transferred. Policy has to be issued. So there's seven, eight, nine steps. And on each one of those steps, me, not someone from my office, me, I'm in touch with them, letting them know where we are in that process and just simple little calls to fill them in. 
And when we do that, and once the policy gets in our hand and we deliver it, we deliver it the way we it was sold, going over all the different benefits and things that they're that were important to them. And then we come up with the million dollar question that drives these referrals. And it's it's a simple question. Was I different than anybody you've met with in the past? And when you say that, you just start hearing compliments that you want to give yourself, but they give you. And I let that go as much as I want to. And then at some point in time, I said, the reason I said that is, now listen to this wording. Not will you, not can you. And the next few days, you're going to be receiving that recommendation kit that I sent to you and allowed me to get in touch with you. Looking at them in their eyes, a lot of times maybe having my hand on them, if it's a shoulder over their palm of their hands, I want to promise, I want you to promise me that you'll give this the same attention that I've given you through these last seven, six and seven, eight weeks. And we have, we do everything possible to help the people that mean so much to you and give them the same experience. So that's my, that's in a, in a two, three, four minute capsule, buddy. That's my process to get them to, to drive home when I send the letter out to send it back. And, and I'll share some stories recently, but that, that's, that's my process in a nutshell. That's great. Thanks, John. How about, how about you, Bill? You want to kind of give an overview of yours? Yeah, it's actually, it, it's similar and different. It, it, let, let me explain. You mentioned my VIPS method. The V stands for value discussion. Well, that, that's kind of John. John said, you know, are, were we different? Are we different than what you've experienced in the past? And what happens is they start to reflect on the value that they've gotten from the process. So he may ask it a little bit differently. You know, are we different? But it's still the same principle that you want to make this referral activity based on them seeing and experiencing the value that you bring. The I stands for treat the request with importance. Well, I would say that John treats it with importance, right? It, it's a significant part of the relationship. The good news is the more and more people that come to him through the referral process, then they know what to expect, right? They came from a referral. And so we know that people that come into a practice from a referral are two and a half times more likely to give a referral, kind of makes sense they'd be predisposed. So treating with importance, right? And then the S and the P is permission to brainstorm. So mine's a little different in the sense that I might not send the packet. I will just have a conversation with them right there. And the S is suggest names and categories. And we found that when you can narrow someone's focus to specific people you know they know, categories, money in motion, life events, you get them to picture people in their mind's eye and they're more likely to come up with folks to introduce you to. It, it, any good financial advisor after the first meeting is going to know other people in their clients' lives. Now, some may or may not be candidates to be introduced to, but you're going to know children, you're going to know parents, you're going to know siblings, right? How can you possibly do proper financial planning without knowing other people in the client's life who their decisions impact and the other people's decisions impact them? Right. So it's usually pretty easy to come up with a few folks to recommend or suggest a possible introduction. 
I know your sister and brother-in-law are in the area. How do you feel about introducing me to them? Can we come up with an approach that would feel comfortable for everybody? It's really as simple as that. So John and our principal processes aren't really that far off. They're, they're based on the same principles, if you will. So the first is validate, right? Validate the, the value, basically. Like right. validating the value. And then the second one is importance and treating it with importance and right. with confidence. It's almost like a sale, right? Like you got to go into it with confidence, P permission to brainstorm, and then ask suggestions of people based on what you know about them, you know, to, to bring up. If I could add one they, quick thing that, that John and I also have in common, sorry to interrupt, is we're both making it based on the value, the experience that the client or even prospect has experienced, right? It's about paying it forward. It's not the old methodology of how you get paid. I get paid in two ways. You know, it's not, I'm trying to build my business and I can use your help, please. It's about the value. It's about the, the helping people make educated decisions that are in their best interest. You've just helped an individual or a couple do that. Now they want to help others with that. You know, I've run both of your referral processes, and I can tell you where I struggled on each one of them. And, you know, because it might be val valuable to the group. And then, and Brian, I'd love to hear your perspective, because I know you, you know, John's been mentoring you for years, and then you used the Bill Cates referral process. So I'd love to hear from Brian, too. For me, John, the, the challenge I ran into and in run in your process, nuts to bolts, was my own dedication to calling every step of the way to let them know where they're at in the process to create that Ritz-Carlton type of experience. Like I really struggled to like my own self. Like I tried and I tried and then I sometimes it was call reluctance or procrastination or I was just too busy or whatever it was. That was kind of where I struggled. And then, you know, I'd like to hear your feedback on that, John. And then Bill, where I struggled with the VIPs, but I was able to overcome it, was the I, the importance, is like I hated asking for referrals. I felt needy, and I felt myself almost sheepish, you know, when I was asking instead of doing it with confidence. So I'd love to hear kind of both of you in those two areas of how somebody might overcome because those were the challenges I experienced. So Jason, on with my process, and I've heard people and, and even our own Gina Pellegrini, with the way she approaches a lot of her time management, she pushes it off to someone in the office doing it, but it takes away from everything that they've, you know, when I send a letter out to these people telling them that they were referred to me and that I'm going to be calling them in the next couple of days. I don't know if you looked at the last line. I say, make sure in the next few days you pick up the phone and call the person that referred them, referred them to me and ask them about me. And I think I say something because it's going to make our call that much more enjoyable. So the whole point in my process is it's me. It's, my sons aren't going out to sell them. My staff isn't going out to sell them. John Del Greco is going out to sell them. And if I can make eight phone calls over a six, five, four, five-week period 
just reinforcing what we're doing, letting them know where they are in that process. It's just part of the original interview of creating that connection. And it's just making it deeper and deeper and deeper. And, and when you say the magic words, was I different? Not was my staff different. <laughs> Not was my, my sons that work in the office, were they different? That, no, they weren't the ones there. They weren't the ones that were told by the people that referred them to them that I was going to be called. Was I different? John Del Greco different? And that brings a much different light to that than was someone else. So I passed it off because, oh, was I so busy? I couldn't make a, a two-minute phone call, three-minute phone call. All it is is building forward the ability for them to give you much, much, much more. And, and, and Bill, I heard from you with our processes. They are. They're very, very similar. The other part I, that I wanted to mention is you got to expect, expect referrals. You're not hoping for referrals. You're not going in sheepishly asking for referrals. You're looking them in their eyes. You're holding their hand. And when you look in the eyes and you have contact and you say to them, and you say to them, will you give this the same attention? Will you promise me you'll give this the same attention I've given you these last four or five weeks with our communication? It's almost impossible for them not to send back the sheep filled with names almost impossible because it takes away from who they think they are and who we believe they are that's awesome that's good thanks thanks john and you know brian and i just hit me for a second him and i were talking just about you know our you know we we're really working with bigger clients now we kind of raised our firm minimum but for the most part the clients we're bringing on now and again, I think your process, John, is like really powerful for bringing on new clients during that onboarding, like a really high touch, unbelievable customer service experience. And, you know, to earn your way to referrals. And I was just saying that to Brian, it's like, you know, even though the first, we call it first chair, second chair, the first chair is the more busy one, the lead advisor, a lot of times the business owner, the second chair is another advisor that's in every meeting if nothing else, that that second advisor that's in the meeting, you know, makes those calls, just having those. Or you bounce them off of each other, buddy, if right. there's two people. Yeah, you, you give them the best of both worlds. Yeah, so to add some context to both of these, obviously known John for years, helped mentor me. Bill, we went through your program. It's probably been three years now, and what we've really done is we've married both of them together, you know, talking about John's process, giving the weekly status. So we call them status updates, and we're reaching out to clients as they have business pending every Friday or Monday. We're either picking up the phone and calling them, or we're shooting them an email. So every week they are getting a high touch. But again, in the world that we live in, some people like just email me, but we'll also call them. So if it takes four weeks to process business here, and get things across the finish line before we actually meet with them, they're going to hear from us four times. So that's important. I mean, 42% of our new business comes from referrals and it's from going through these programs. And then, Bill, for you, what really hit home with us is a lot of the one-liners and how you do it, like, don't keep us a secret. 
And then, you know, we're happy to work with anyone that could benefit from our services. And he said something also before, Bill, is like, by the end of you bringing them through your fact finder or meeting with them in your business, you should know who their friends or family are. So what we've done is on the fact finder, you know, you're asking them if they have any children. But what we've also asked clients is, you know, what about your, do you have any friends or family nearby you? So that's a good one. And that first appointment, I'm just asking about their friends and family that live by them. And they're just giving us a few names. And I know later on when I'm brainstorming, when I'm brainstorming, like, like Bill had talked about there, I already know people to bring up. Well, well, what about Betty? You said that was your best friend. She's been your best friend for 10 years and she lives five miles away. Do you think she could benefit from our services? It's such an easier conversation when you know these people by name. So we've really taken John's and then also Bill's and married them together in our practice. And just one actual example is we brought on a high net worth client. He, he's a doctor. She is a nurse. And they're in the middle of selling their practice to a bigger hospital firm. So long story short, we rolled over their money at the end of June. And every week, Justin, my second chair on the appointment, was calling them or sending them emails. We just met with them last Friday, and you know what they said to us is, you know what, guys? We didn't even pay attention to the accounts moving over. You guys called us. You also sent us emails. We talked to you on a weekly basis. We knew you were in good hands, and quite frankly, we had so many moving parts with us selling our, our, our doctor, our physician firm, that this was the best thing ever. We knew we were in good hands. So it was such an easy thing. Is right there, that's that validation of the value we've been providing to them. And then it's easy to ask for the referrals from there. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. Brian, how funny. I've gotten, Bill, you're going to love this. I've gotten so many comments by people when I, when we get through the process and we go through asking for the referrals. Are you our only client? <laughs> because we touch, I said, don't you have any other clients? Is it just you're calling us every week? And they said it in a funny way, but that's the way we make them feel. We make them feel, even though we have 3,000 clients, we make them feel that they're the only person that's in. The, and and it's, it's really important when you're on these phone calls with them. And if it's email that you prefer, I, I don't, but if, on the phone calls, you no distractions, nothing in front of you. Oh, you know what? I Let me listen to them a little bit and let me fill out this other form that's in front of me. Oh, there was a note passed to me. Given every ounce of your attention to that phone call, and when it's done, if there's things that you needed to do, then do them. But don't let people can sense that and can feel that in your voice and the way you're answering questions in the time frame that you're answering questions if you're not giving them all your attention. So that's very, very important. When you're on those phone calls, you're one-on-one -on -one and nothing but you and them. And, and, they, and they sense that. They sense that more than anything.
We're in a world today where that's gone out the window. That That's no longer here. That's no longer here. So you make yourself different like that, they're going to do everything that they can to help you get in front of people to have the same experience that you've given them. Jason, I want to comment, if you don't mind, a couple of couple of things that, that both of you guys said. You know, John said about expecting, expecting referrals, introductions. First of all, I believe that that when we're talking with a client, a prospect, a center of influence, we should use the word introductions and not the word referrals. Why? Because we want an introduction. We're not done until we get introduced and connected with those people. Otherwise, odds of actually reaching those folks are gonna be slim. But when we get introduced, then it goes way up. I do love John's idea of getting, asking the new prospect to contact their friend who made the, the introduction, even if they already have talked a little bit about, you know, go, go back, talk to, to Laura and see what she has to say about us. You know, I think that's great. You know, you talked about being sheepish. So all I can say is let's not be sheepish about the value that we bring to people. There's probably not anybody on this planet you couldn't sit down with everyone on this call and provide some value. And whether they need the work you do is one thing, but they should know about what you do. They should at least have the opportunity to make educated decisions that are in their best interest is what you help people do. So that's where that's got to come from that place. It's got to come from that place of truly believing in the work you do. And it's for me, expecting is not say, I expect you to do this, right? We can't work together if you're not going to introduce me to others. No, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. It's an attitude of confident awareness. You're confident in the value that you bring and you have become aware of other people in their life. And you'd like to explore the possibility of an introduction to those folks. And that's really where all that comes from. And the other thing you guys are talking about, what John's talking about mostly is what I'll call the onboarding experience, right? It's the first 60, 30, 60, 90 days of a new relationship. This is a very undertapped gold mine of opportunity for most financial professionals. Most financial professionals wait. They wait a long time, maybe the annual review or the semi-annual review. And the truth is, especially the way John explains it, is you can provide so much value and just by taking their angst away, just by monitoring the situation. One of my coaching clients, he calls it the, his transition navigator. He's navigating the transition in a way that clients just say, wow, this is much more than I expected. So he gets unsolicited referrals and introductions in the first 60, 90 days of brand new relationships. So I just, a couple of comments on what you guys have been talking about. That was wonderful, Bill. Thanks. That was. And, you know, again, I want to reiterate, you know, both John and Bill are able to, you're able to work with them, you know, and, and doing mentoring calls with them. Everybody who's part of this group, part of the, the Rainmaker Multiplier Mastermind Alliance. And so, you know, the, the one thing as I was sitting here thinking about this is I want every one of you financial advisors that are on this call to think about the time that you've been with C2P and the time that you've spent with C2P and the progress you've made with the bucket plan or the tax management journey or the ideas and the different things that you picked up and how you've grown in your career. And I want you to think about like 
the value that you get out of being part of this group. And I'd like your permission to brainstorm here for a minute on different people that you've met throughout your career that you've worked with at other organizations or that you currently work with at your other organizations, your broker dealer, RIA, if you're not with our RIA, or friends that you have <coughs> in the industry. And I would like you to think about those people and the benefit that they might experience and that you might experience by having them be part of this group. And if there's people that are coming to your mind, please text those people over to me. And if you don't have my cell phone number, I'm going to give it to you now. And somebody can pop it in the chat box. It's 440-225-3012. So 440-225-3012. And if you have any ideas on people that you think might bring value to this group and you think this group could bring value to them, or they're just good people and friends that you want to be part of the group so we can all hang out more often, then go ahead and text those over to me. How'd I do, Bill, on the VIP? Pretty good. Pretty good. A little passive in that you're waiting for them to act, contact you. But in this environment, that, that's probably about the best you can do. And we know that when you ask and, you, and don't get, you've still planted a very nice seed. And I bet you everyone on this call has experienced at some point in their career asking, not getting when they ask, but later that same client months, a year later say, hey, you know, I think I've got somebody for you and they feel good about it. Sometimes they just need to do it on their own time. But the ask, if nothing else, plants a very nice seed. So it never hurts the relationship. It only helps it. Well, Bill, that's great. I know John Doe Greco will be sending you a packet in the mail. You receive it early next week. And <laughs> <laughs> ask your friends and family, you know, for referrals. Bill, <laughs> mail it back to John. Sure. <laughs> That's all That's all the advisors here. All right. So lastly, as we kind of land the plane, first of all, thank you so much, Bill and John and Brian, for your great guest experience, appearance and all of you for being here. It, it adds to it. The more we get more involvement and the more interaction and the more of, uh, of your smiling faces we see, it, I know it gives me energy and it gives all of us energy to have us all together in this format. We do have these upcoming trainings. So Brian Bebo and Dave Allison, number one and two on the leaderboards, are teaching Bucket Plan 2.0. We've done a lot of innovations and revamps because of the planning committee that we meet on a quarterly basis. So that's September 28th and 9th. You see that in the chat box. Bebo and, and Allison are teaching that. Career Path, the very first inaugural training that we're doing on advisor career path and compensation. The first day, September 7th, on career path, second compensation on September 8th. And those are for business owners and those that are running the business only. So that's not just for the advisors, those are for the owners of the business or those that are running the business. And last but certainly not least, tax management journey, Dave Allison, Professor Chris Worley, in Austin, Texas at DFA's headquarters. Super cool place if you've never been there. That's October 11th and 12th. So thank you all for being here and we'll see you next week. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? 
We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.